praises. That's a nice little start. All those drums. Cheers, my nigga. Cheers. Niggas use me to shine. I've been helping you stop. Look, why these rapping dudes ain't hit me in months? Clone ass for too much. Covered in VVS. Women gon' play it closer. And I'm hungry, jokers gon' try to test ya. Now they bumpin' your record, your confidence through the roof. Still you show no respect, kid. <laughs> the good Brooke said praise, but you so stuck in your ways. You got my image of praise. <laughs> why you sending out weight? Yeah. 20K and with women. Yeah. I sat right there yeah. on the table. Yeah. Don't yeah. your head for praise. Though I'm keeping you graceful. Uh. Brothers was born to cheat. Though I question who faithful. Yeah. Fast for me, no. Fast for me, no. What up, y'all? And this is Cedric. The way through the great. Digging through cultural and current events through the hip hop lens. Let's get to it. Yeah, the, the sounds of, of good Wale. When he's like, you know, rapping about a a very uh, solid concept. Yeah. Pulled it together. He always raps about solid concepts to me. He it's just tries. the execution sometimes is yeah. isn't there. Yeah, I like. He always execution. has good content. He always tries. I, I, no, I, I, to be honest, I think he always has great content. He always tries I just, to. I just don't think the content is. I guess the execution piece. Yeah, it's not delivered mean. exactly the way it should be. But um, yeah, we're back with another episode. Are we? Yes, but what do you think we're doing right now? Oh, I thought we were just hanging out. I mean, yeah, that, but we're also recording our Hangout. Oh, is that what this is? is translated into podcast episodes. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm a little tired. I was, uh, I was out last night. I thought you said you got home at a good hour. <laughs> yeah, I was still, I'm, but that good hour was like midnight. That's late for me, I'm old. Yeah, you are old. I was, uh... You were out at the John Walt celebration. Yeah. Long live John Walt. He saw Saba perform. Who else performed? I don't remember their names, but they were fucking dope too. Damn. I have them in my phone. I just honestly I just don't remember their fucking names. This one dude was like dancing around like he was a like he was pretty feminine. It was it, it was it was a little awkward at first. I thought he was joking, but then he like kept doing it the whole set. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, I guess this is his thing. But dude had fucking bars. Like bars. Mm. Made you uncomfortable for a second? Well, I thought he was joking at first. And then I'm like, oh, okay, that's his thing. Mm. Look at your phone. I want to know who these people are. Oh, all right. Um, but yeah, I, I unfortunately I couldn't make it that uh that night, but we still had some through the crate representation out there. Um Ben was there. I went ben with Ben. Ben was there. Um, he saw LA there. Did you see anybody else that you might have seen at the studio? Probably. I mean, you know. Uh just bad with names. Apparently. I'm terrible. Uh, this <laughs> dude, faces. Joseph, Joseph Chilliam. Chilliams, yeah. yeah. He looks like uh, when I first saw him, I was like, "Is that a Mine?" Because <laughs> he looks kind of like a he's like tall and skinny kind of thing, and he's got mm-hmm. the little little hair. Uh, he was dope. He had he got bars. Yeah, dude. I've seen his name around. I don't think I've. My fucking mellow was another guy. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard of that. He too. was dope too. Yeah. His energy was crazy up there. Nice. And everybody was hella comfy on stage. Me and Ben were commenting on that shit. Like, yeah. everybody had like sweatsuits and. Fucking it's family. Fucking up there, t-shirts. Though. Like they were they were comfy. Look like they just got off the couch from playing mm-hmm. 2K and hopped on stage and did a show. Yeah. 
I, mean, I think yeah. that's kind of to be honest that I picture that because the last time I was in Saba's uh, studio, he was chilling playing 2K, <laughs> and then he had on just about the same thing that he had on last night. So yeah. you know what I mean? Like they're they're all like I I ain't gotta dress up for y'all niggas right. kind of thing. You know, this is how I am. This is who I am. This is what I be. And the bars speak. Like, mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah, like, the music's gonna the speak. Music I don't give speaks, a fuck about yeah. what you have on. And they were, I mean, it's it's so cool to see this. Like, and I was talking to Ben about this shit last night is mm-hmm. the transition from, from drill music to this, like, new Chicago sound. Yeah. Which is more, like, lyric heavy and, and bars heavy and, and semi-conscious heavy. But right. it's still vibey and it's still bouncy and it's still it's still turnt at the same time. Right. It's uh it's kind of like reminiscent of like if you think about what New York hip hop was back in the nineties, that and they had like a distinct sound. Chicago has a very distinct sound, just like the Bay Area and you know, the Bay Area has a di- distinct sound and LA has, you know, used that sound but um <laughs> you know what i mean like there's yeah. a distinction like you can you know what that is yeah you know what i mean so um yeah i mean that's it's, it's refreshing to see like something or happen organically and exactly. and be in the city while it's happening exactly like even though we're not like super engulfed in it like but we can see it happening we're here you know we're watching it we're watching the the flower bloom bloom yeah for sure exactly love it um, so today, uh, well, I, I was just, I was at home actually, um, having to spend time with my girl and do cleaning of the house since we hosted Thanksgiving. Th- that's why you couldn't go to the show? Can cleaning? You, I was cleaning, if you'd let me fucking finish. I was cleaning and I had to do, um, Christmas decorations. And, cr- yeah. Cleaning and Christmas decorations. Yes, that's why I couldn't go. I have over, to over, pri- over prioritize my family. Oh, that's, that's is, is that is that a, no, a problem? Cute. It's not. It's cute though. All right, there you go. It's cute. I you know I I understand. Mm-hmm. But we had know, already made that plan to do that. I I understand. So it's just cute. It's funny. It's not funny. I think it's actually commendable. Like I should I should get a pat on the back for. Do you want a motherfucker medal for for being a good for putting partner? my family first? Yeah. You want a medal for, for being a good partner? I'll, being a good I'll make you one yeah. for sure. I will. Thank you. I'll make you. Uh, one of those certificates. I just, I just my, don't understand why. Uh, in Microsoft Word. I mean, you know, you know they got the certificate. They got the templates in Microsoft Word for a certificate. Awesome girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> no, it's good though. It's good. Mm. I mean, you know, you know, having having family. I mean, you had already like important. gotten the free ticket from Ben. So I, did, I was yeah. like, what the fuck, man? I and then I was like, okay, I could try and look for a ticket. Then I forgot to look for a ticket. And then Chrissy was like, oh, we should do this. And I was like, okay. And then that's what happened. Yeah. I couldn't remember when you first asked me and you were like, can you go? And I was like, I can don't, I? I can't go. I know I can't go. I <laughs> don't remember I don't why. Know why. <laughs> There's something preventing There's something me. something that I need to do. Oh, that's right. It's cleaning and Christmas decorations. Yo, cleaning was a bitch. I believe it. Yo, we had that ham shit everywhere. From the juices from the ham? Oh, because it's spilled in the <laughs> oven. I'm sorry, yo. Yo, so if y'all don't know, I made a ham, right? It was delicious. It was good. It was fire, right? But, like, when I went to put that bitch in the oven, I held the pan incorrectly. Mm-hmm. And the... Because it was, like, kind of like a makeshift yeah, pan. Yeah, we had a makeshift. Because we wanted the drippings to, to drip. 
and, and not fall it, in the oven. We didn't want it right, to fall. We in didn't the want oven. it to fall in the oven, and we didn't want the ham to be like floating in. Or not right. floating, but like yeah, yeah. engulfed. You know, you know how to cook. Submerged. The craters know how to cook. Right. Exactly. Right. They we better. Didn't want... If not, we, we should do a cooking episode. <laughs> we should. Hip hop cooking. I know. Oh my god, the turkey. Oodles was and noodles. But uh, um, but yeah, we had to make a makeshift drip pan. Yes. And so when he tried to take it out, I, I held it by the makeshift part, not the pan part. And it was a little <laughs> bit of this. Speaking of that. He also played his trombone. Oh, yeah, we had a little did. jam sta- session. We uh, did a little. It was nice. Yeah, you well, played sax. I played sax. You even played a little trombone your damn self. Oh my god, that was so fun! But my lips were like just ruined after that. Yeah. <laughs> like trombone players, I feel for y'all. Like that is some work. That is some work. That is some work. Why you think my lips so big? I'm. I don't know, man. Ombature. Exactly. But I don't think your lips get big off of that. You, you just got big lips because you black. But you know what? <laughs> it, it don't it, it don't it don't hurt. No, it doesn't. I think I think the fact that you have big lips. I got that control. Like you are actually like made for a trombone. I am. That's weird. I got I, <laughs> I got big lips, arms. long arms. It's just like yeah, ugh, made for it. Yeah. All right. Speaking of music and trombones, let's th- let's talk about something that doesn't have trombone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about some music that's come out. Um, it's been a bunch so of shit. Unfortunately, we we were trying to make sure that the scheduling for our interview se- uh, series this month would work out, but there was some um, scheduling um, things that didn't work out. So we're giving you guys this um, as our last episode before the live podcast. Yeah, it's um, kind of a random episode, guys. So excuse me. I'm just going to try to not get too drunk today. I think uh, that is a good idea. Thanks. But I like when you get too drunk. <laughs> yeah, but it's you hilarious. know, remember we were talking about happy family and all yes. that kind of stuff? Yeah. I happy wife, not... happy family, happy home, all that good shit. Yeah. So yeah, let's, we're let's, not going to get too drunk. Um, let's try to take it easy. Hey, could you pass me another one? <laughs> no, right? Woo! <laughs> 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 oh right, can you turn that down from the speakers? You need to turn this down? No, from our the playback. There we go. Okay, you, it's just too loud for you. It's killing my brain right now. Oh, like I'm I said sorry. I was up late, dude. I'm so sorry, man. Oh man, I just want you to be able to know when I'm pressing things because <laughs> I got the headphones on. Anyway, let's talk about some music that's dropped. I mean, there's been we've done an interview series this whole month, so, so we missed a bunch of shit. We missed a lot of stuff. Um, we're gonna just talk to you about some stuff that has happened, music that we've listened to. Um, shout out to Franchica though We did try and get you on the episode today We'll get you um, But we'll get you at top of the year um, And other people Baby Sancho uh, We want to get you on as well We'll shout, shout out to you We'll get you on top of the year as well Sometime um, But let's talk about Let's see Maybe let's first start with Vince Staples Sure uh, He just came He came out with a project called FM Exclamation point Exclamation point I don't know if it matters, but it, it was... Were there two? I thought there was only one. I, was, I felt like it was two. <laughs> if it wasn't two, it should have been two. Well, the, That's how I felt when I listened yeah. to it. Well, uh, how did you feel about the project? I felt that it was very true to the, to the title. It sounded very radio. Yes. From the little skits in between with Big Boy on there. To the actual music, sonically, how it sounded. The, you know? the, the music, it, it was like there wasn't a huge cohesive sound. That kind of held it all together, but it was like really. Well, no, the 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 song sounded like him, like it sounded like 
a summer day on like LA radio. So it sounded mm -hmm. like LA music, but there wasn't like, okay, I'm gonna have this theme and just have it run through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But it 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 kind of being a little bit sonically similar to LA music, but not really holding together in itself, I think kind of played into the whole uh radio concept anyway. Because you can turn on the radio and hear a bunch of different types right, of shit. Right. But it's still gonna stay all the tracks had that summer LA feel to mm -hmm. them though. Which is one thing I can say I, I, I needed when yeah. it came out. And it was interesting because it didn't come out during the summer. Right. Came out what, winter? It was like fall. Fall. It came out like, what, like a yeah, month ago. Just starting winter. Yeah. Um <laughs> Trusty obviously doesn't know what time of the year it is right now. <laughs> So it came out winter, like we already passed it up. Yeah, it came <laughs> out last winter, winter you know right? what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, sure, why not? Bob? Yeah, let's do it. Press uh, um, <laughs> um, uh, I I didn't mind it. It was I I get excited when Vince Staples drops anything because I love hearing his perspective and love hearing like I just love the way he sounds. I love his voice. Yeah, you know? dude. His like his voice pronunciations. Is, yeah, and like. Down to his interviews. Like, they're all fucking dope. Um, but this one, I, I wasn't, like, super, like, all in on it. You know? It was, it was, it was, um... I, contrary to what you said, I think it was kind of too much of the same thing. Huh. I think it was a lot of, like, that same beat. Like, that same, like, mustard Bay Area. I mean, like, yeah... It was very LA. There was there was um some variation, but I think the basis of every uh, basis of every song had that same vibe, and that's why I was thinking maybe this was the concept of it. Okay. So. Well, I guess when I said that was because a lot of his other mm -hmm. albums, like whether it's uh, oh, like Big Fish, Big Fish, or uh, what was it, Summer O Two, something like that. Those all sonically were like they carried together really tight. This one was a little bit looser song to song for me. Um, but dude, when you got ch tracks like fucking uh, "Don't Get Chipped," mm -hmm. I love that shit. Yeah, I love that shit. It wasn't a bad song. Uh, and then the song after that, "Relay" too, was also dope. Just like, and all these songs are short and sweet and to the point. Right. Nothing hangs around too long. Well. You know, it's. It's a short project. I think. The, I think overall, even with the skits, it's only like twenty something minutes. Mm -hmm. Like so, it's it's short and sweet, and it gives us a taste, you know. And it, it it it's keeping me like, okay, we did vote you as you know the hottest one under uh, what under thirty. We did. Hmm. We yeah, hottest under thirty, and he won. Mm hmm. Like yeah, I, he was he was the the winner of our March Madness. So he he had to come through with a project this year. Yeah. Motherfucker, and he did. <laughs> yeah, and he did. And it wasn't a bad project. It wasn't bad. No. Um good. it was good. I liked it. I liked I liked how he was putting on like Earl and Tiger on his shit. Like Right. That was the Tiger the Earl thing I I, I could get because I feel like Earl is more in his his lane. Mm -hmm. The Tiger thing seemed to kind of out of nowhere. Not like, for me. Like, no. why is he giving Tiger? But you know what? He is one of those. He's a fucking weirdo, right? Exactly. You're not right. a weirdo. I would just say no. Like, he's this, weird. It's fine. I don't it's think okay. He, it's not a bad thing. No. I, but that's the thing. I don't think. I don't think he's a weirdo. I think he is. He just has his own opinion about things, and they're very controversial and very not uh, popular. Um, weird. Yeah. I don't think it's weird. 
That I'm just sorry. I just wouldn't describe it as weird. You define um, weird. It's like, you know, not mainstream. Out of the ordinary? Out of the ordinary, you know. I don't think weird is defined as not in the mainstream. <laughs> it's partially, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. But, but, but wait, wait. Who, who's, who's the other dude who said is, who's the fucking his favorite Ray artist? Ray J. Ray J, right. That's what I was going to say. I was like, this is, that's why the Tiger feature isn't that, that weird to me. Right. Then I had, I had to think about this, and it made me start thinking about Tiger and that we need to put some respect on that motherfucker's name. He makes a fucking strip club song every year without question, without fail. He's consistent with having one of those. He's got that drip song out now. He had Taste. He had Racks, Rack City. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's got all of these huge songs that people really fuck with. And people, and like the beats and like his flow, really good on those types of I like of his songs. voice. You I like I mean? Tiger's voice. He has one of those blower. But we fuck up, like, we, we, we totally like, He's a child molester. Yes. <laughs> oh. I mean, he made a song called She Stimulated. Yes. When this chick was, what, 16, 17, the song came out? Yeah, he waited, quote unquote, waited for her. Um, yeah, we need to start stop trying to separate the man from the art kind of thing. That's one of the reasons I don't talk about Tiger's ass. True. But I'm saying if... Like, musically, if I were to talk about him and uh, to say, if I were to, like, separate the the music. Like, I, again, I don't listen to Tyga. Nobody listens to Tyga. But everybody listens to Tyga. <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, Got that R. Kelly thing going on. Yeah, it's it's a little weird. Um, but, yeah, going back to Vince's uh, project. <laughs> <laughs> Tyga tangent. Yeah. <laughs> Tyga tangent. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um the fuck. No. Nah, I mean he also had a Kaylani feature on this on Tekken. Yep. Uh it wasn't that that uh that wasn't that bad. I actually kind of missed the Kaylani. I think he's bringing us like people that like we're like, "Hmm, where's this person been?" From from the West Coast. Yeah. Everybody was West Coast. For sure. He always Everybody was West Coast. Yeah. So, that 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 project wasn't bad for me. And Kaylani's from Oakland. I mean, she can do no wrong. Yes. Just like we had to stop uh, James yeah. Tyler's when he was trying to be like, I, I don't like G-Eazy. Whoa, 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 whoa. 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 <laughs> there will be no Oakland slander Calm on this podcast. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Calm your fucking ass down right now. He's the white Drake. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. Uh- <laughs> Uh, People just mad because he ain't from their city. Right, Ooh. that's it, right? If he was from Chicago, he'd be like, yo, oh, yo, G-Eazy yeah. shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh. He'd be a Cubs fan, too. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with him either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, what's next on the list? What, what about else? Big Crit? Ooh, Thrice X. This one came out of nowhere. Like, For I was sure. not anticipating this shit at all. Nothing like I didn't even know that. Oh, you you know what I just noticed that you might be able to hear me typing on that. Probably, but I'm gonna cut yeah. it out. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, but yeah, um, I I did I wasn't even expecting this. I didn't even know it was coming out. Like it was crazy. Yeah, uh, only three songs, but you know what? It was three songs of Big Crit again in a, in a lane that we hadn't really seen him in. It's like. He's going even more mainstream with the sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Like he's, he's again, he's putting the medicine in the Kool Aid kind of thing, which he kind of did on his last project. But this is definitely more mainstream than I've heard it. Yeah, I guess I guess I I would agree with that. Um, like, I th- he's he I think he's pulling from different influences on this um, because if you th- think about the song Higher, it's de- it sounds like a song from Kanye West's 808s and Heartbreaks for sure. Um, and I'm, I wasn't sure if I liked that from Big Crit. I, I listened to this project about three three times, I think. And I just kept getting, couldn't get over that, I think. I'm not sure if Kanye still has like a bad taste. In, I mean, of course he does have a bad t- taste in my mouth. But it's not like I hated 808s and Heartbreaks. Um, I'm just not sure if I like that sound for Crit. Right. So that was just one of my things for that song. Um, let's see. What else was there? Glorious? That Glorious beat was bananas. Like crazy. Like... Glorious. Monkey banana crazy. It was glorious. glorious. Yeah. I mean, it's it's he's always had good production. Yeah. You know, and I mean he's always got a hand in it. You know, he's he's one of those guys that literally can do it all. Uh but his beats always, even even though, like you said, it did sound like 808s and Heartbreaks, the higher track, it still sounded down south. He still finds a way to make the take those sounds and those different influences. And still make that shit sound dirty south like a motherfucker. Right. He's like the I said this shit before, but he reminds me of like the new school David Banner. Mm-hmm. Just southern as fuck. Like everything. From the from, same state. So. From the way he sounds mm-hmm. on the track. And I love that about Big about Big Red too. His his voice. Like yeah. it's so southern. His little drawls and it's, the way it's he says great, the things that though. he says. Like I miss that about rap. When you hear a motherfucker, you know where they're from. Mm-hmm. Like, instantly. Mm-hmm. From Vince Staples, that project was hella LA. This one is hella dirty, dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. And I, I loved that last song on the project, too. Um, Look What I Got. That one was, like, more the vibe of what he just put out. And, um, and I think that's why I loved that one the most. Because I loved that last project. Like... That last project was just great. I mean, bury me in gold. What? Yeah. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? You know, bury me in gold was the shit. <laughs> shit. So, um, but yeah, I, I really appreciate getting these la- these these three songs like out of nowhere. That was a great gift, a great surprise. So then, my whole question after hearing these is: mm-hmm. Are these like throwaways from his album that's coming out that he just put out before? Are these just? Some extra tracks he had laying around. Right. Like, is there, is he, cause he cooking up another project right now? I, I am excited. I am excited. Excited. Can't wait. I'm excited. Can't wait, you know. Um, will I go back to these songs? No, probably not. Probably not too much. I think I go back to the last one. I did go back to the last one okay. a couple times. But the other ones, I was just like, hmm. yeah. It's, it's like, thanks. Yeah, it, it's it, it's like the thing when you, when you go to fancy restaurants and they give you like the little spoon and you put it in your mouth first. It's like, oh yeah, just 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 to work the palate up. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Where's mm-hmm. the rest of it, Chris? I was like, it's only. I think I've only done that once in my life. <laughs> <laughs> done it at least twice because they cause they they do the green zebra. Uh huh. Oh, at least twice. Yeah, at least twice. All right, what else we got? Um, shit, there was something else, wasn't there? Uh, we got. 
J.I.D. and J. Cole. They dropped that single. Get him out there. Get him out there. Yeah. Hannibal, Hannibal, look what I did. Look what I did. What did you say about him? You're like, oh, well, J. Cole found his Kendrick. Yeah, <laughs> he found his own Kendrick. He's like, I don't have to hit up Kendrick to get anything now. Hell no. Nah. If I want to make a Kendrick Cole album, J.I.D., come on over. Let's do this <laughs> Let's shit, do this bro. Shit. <laughs> I mean, man, J.I.D., you, you, you got him, you got on him way before I did. Yeah. Uh, and you... I tried to get you him. on You him. tried. I just, I was just into like, some uh, other shit. Like, whatever. I'll, like, it's like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll mm-hmm. get to it. I didn't hear much buzz. So I was just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> uh, but this song had me like, damn, bro. Yeah. Where the fuck have I been? I tried to get you on 151 Rum. I tried to get you on songs before that. I tried to get you on Never, the Never Never Story. Yeah, I know. I know. You got to go back and listen to those. I, I know, but this, but this song right here. Yeah. This shit hot. right here, nigga. It's hot. Yeah. It, I mean... Technically, just the the speed and the veracity that he's attacking the beat with, mm-hmm. the aggressiveness, mm-hmm. but then he's still like rapping so nimbly on it. It's like aggressive, but still like it's like a fucking tiger on a on a on a fucking beat. Like yeah. just strong and fucking fast and mm-hmm. but still hella graceful. Like yeah. what's it's interesting crazy. to me, I just thought about this, is that you've been on Earth Gang for a while. Yeah. And you've never heard of J.I.D., but J.I.D. I know. Is like an appendage of that. They're in that shit. And yeah. I think that was when I first realized, like, wait, is this the guy she was talking about? Yeah. I think that's when it finally clicked for me. Mm-hmm. It was off that. I was like, do it, do it, do it. Yeah. Because you're going to love this dude. But he's also just, he is a clone of Kend- Kendrick. I don't know if he's a clone. Not a clone. I know. That's, that's he's harsh. not a clone. He's, um, he's influenced by... Kendrick and the people who influenced Kendrick. Kendrick. So he actually cares about mm-hmm. the art of rap. Mm-hmm. And it, it shows, even in this song, like he's showcasing his lyrical ability and his his rapping ability, his technical abilities. And it's something a lot of people don't even attempt to do. Right. They just like, whatever, 808, I'll just... Bitch, I'm a dog, woof. Bitch, I'm a dog, woof. I just watched the uh, Trevor Noah special on Netflix. And he was talking about trap music or whatever, mm-hmm. which I thought was a weird blanket for him to talk about because he was like, you can't understand what they're saying. And I was like, okay, here we go. And then, but it was just hilarious. He was like, it was. It sounds like my little cousin, like when I used to steal his toys and he would go run and tell my mom. <laughs> he would be like, be like, <laughs> so I was like, that's oh, hilarious. Oh shit, okay, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> But like when he first started, I was that whole joke. I was like, "Oh, here we go." Here we go. Somebody bashing rap music. Yeah, again. exactly. I was like, "Come on, man." Want to hear this shit? Like, like get out of your old fucking. Take off that jacket and G-unit. That jacket. That that jacket and sports coat and 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 fucking shirt, button up shirt, fucking tie and fucking. Fancy pants. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I keep pressing those two together. You love it. Um, but yeah, that was a great song. Uh, Cole Snap too. Cole Snap too. But I think J.I.D. kind of killed Cole on that one. Like he shines on that song. He does. We don't need any more of those. No more yawns. Oh, I'm yawning all day. You just had ha, to ha, ha ha. Take that. <laughs> all right. Um. 
Yeah, dope song. I think we should talk about Anderson Pack last because I think we both really enjoy that. So let's talk about um, Tory versus Joyner real quick. Oh yeah. So we'll get into some some gossip news beef. Well, this is, but this not is, really. This is sport. This, yeah. this is like sports commentary at the exactly. moment because this sports is commentary. This is literally not a uh, not a manufactured bullshit mm-hmm. rap beef. Right. This is just a. Somebody was talking shit on live. Other person heard him. Was like, "Yo, what's up? You want to go?" Right. And it wasn't. Let's go with these hands. Let's go with. Yeah. Let's go with these bars. Let's go with these bars. Um. So Tori was on on his live, and he was t- talking about how nobody can really touch him with this rap shit. And someone mentioned Jordan's a uh, Jordan Lucas's name, and Tori's like, "Yo, yeah, that Jordan Lucas kid is nice, but he ain't fucking with me." And Jordan heard that shit and was like, "Let's do a." Bar for bar, same beat. We put it out and see who's is, is who's is better. So I guess he didn't. Tor didn't go by that because he just put out a song. He put out a song on Jonah Lucas's beat. Because the Lucky You is his. Beat. Yes. So he put out a song on Jonah Lucas's beat. But it was just a song. To me, and and we had this debate when we listened to it. I think. If you're going to put... I don't think it's just a song. Yes, there are general disses in it, but I don't know if Tori... Maybe Tori was caught off guard on, like, the whole, like, oh, are we actually stabbing at each other? I think he was, because if you look at the nature of the first two songs that came out, you had the... Was it Lucky You or whatever? Mm -hmm. And then Liddy. Yeah. By Jordan Lucas. But Jordan Lucas went at his neck. Exactly. And so... So I don't know. I wouldn't call that not a diss song. I'm still going to call Lucky You a diss song. It's not a diss song because the, the initial rules of the thing were we're just going to do a who has the best verse on the other person's it wasn't beat. On the, it wasn't even... It, that it, never, it never said on the other person's beat. It's it the said, same beat. It said, let's do the same beat. And so... So he... Tory Lanez took one of Jordan Lucas's songs and put a verse to it. So that is then becoming the same beat. This is how, this, this is how Tory Lanez, like... Said was talking about the, the why he did it the first way the way he did it. Okay, because he said take my verse from mm-hmm. the beat that I did on the Lucky You to Joyner's original verse from Lucky You, and that that's round one, is what Tory said. Because the I thought way that jo- was not I I didn't interpret the 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 rules of the game to be that way. I thought it was going to be a new beat. Got it. So that there's no you know what I mean. So that right because I don't feel I don't even feel like that's fair. You know what I mean to to be like oh you, this is your old song. Let me hop on this and do this. But like, I already, like, you can't even, those aren't fresh bars. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't think that was a point. I think it was kind of like, yo, I can hop on your shit and make it hotter kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I, and but, I, I interpreted the rules different but from Jordan. But then, like, Jordan Lucas just, like, came Bodied back him. with that fucking. On the Liddy freestyle. The Liddy freestyle and just made it a fucking diss song yes. as opposed to just doing some hot bars. He even had a hook on that motherfucker. No. Uh, so I between those first two songs, the mm-hmm. new songs that came out, Jordan Lucas had him with that Liddy freestyle. Yes, for sure. Um, but still, I I still got to give Troy Lane's props because it's like I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting him to actually rap like that. I mean, yeah. I heard him on the freestyle. Um, that what was that? The, the, wrote? Yeah. <laughs> that actually, yeah. That that I, I was. Think we talked about that. We did because. We were both impressed by his freestyle, and then mm-hmm. they had the side by side with the other dude, and you're just like, "Ooh, 
Yeah, if you you can't do that. You can't. And then he goes on radio and says that he wrote it himself. So it's either you wrote Don Q's. Right. And you just behind the scenes, and then you go on Funk Flex and do the same thing. Like that doesn't make sense to me. None. So it, it, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. So I think that's how Joyner got him with the first song, Liddy Free, the, with the Liddy Freestyle. He also talked about how you a noob Drake, or not a new Drake, but you like you a, a, a you worse be version. Drake. Yeah, right. your ver- worst version of Drake, which is extremely true. Like. Everyone says it, and everyone can hear it. Tory Lanez is a great remixer of other people's songs. But you, what is your identity? Who are you, Tory? Like, you sound like everyone else. It's the th- same thing that we had with Logic. Right. Logic, you, we hear your influences. We hear them too much. Where are you? In <laughs> right. This? Where are you? Hide it a little bit. Yeah. That's what makes a good artist. Hide it. I, I, I don't want to mm-hmm. know who you're trying like, to copy. I, I can see where you, you're coming from, but like make some... That's why I think J.I.D. is a good artist. We hear your... And Kendrick, we hear your influences, but there's things that you're doing that are different right. that put things that, that make me feel different. Right. You know? If I hear a Tory Lane song, I'm just like, oh, this sounds like some cookie-cutter shit. Yes. That's it. And I think that's why I've never really fucked with Tory Lanez like that. I've never fucked with Tory Lanez. Um, so that song came out and Jordan fucking killed him because he said basically said what I just said in a nutshell. And also talked about his teeth, his hair plugs, and, you know, whatever. How short he is. Yes, how short he his is. stature. Yes. <laughs> and then we get to Liddy again freestyle, and that's Tory. And Tory ripped that motherfucking new asshole. I mean... What did he say? Like, I, 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 it was so much. <laughs> like, um, he, he was pretty much saying shit like, "How come you ain't got any plaques, bro? You, you did a song with Eminem. You suck. You did a song with Eminem. You ain't got no plaques. You did a song with Chris Brown. Both of those failed. Both of them. Like when he said that, I was like, "Damn, that hurts. That hurts." Like Chris Brown is a sure go, <laughs> and that was not a go at all. Yeah. I was like, "Damn, that that anybody yeah, was thinking yeah. about that?" And then uh, you said that, <laughs> and then you just had to bring that up. And, you know, he made fun of him rapping fast, saying nothing. Uh, there, there was a lot said in the Lydia again freestyle. And, and again, stylistically, it was done well. Uh, technically, Tory Lanez is a much better rapper than I thought. Yes. And, and then the fact that when Joyner finally came back with the Z, ZZ. Mm-hmm. God, I'm old. Yeah. This new shit. <laughs> uh, don't he hitting two buttons at once? Come on, folks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I did it on purpose. <laughs> uh, but yeah, when when you have fucking Joyner coming back with ZZ, mm-hmm. and he's pretty much just saying the same shit he said in Liddy freestyle. Yeah. It was like this. Yeah. Oh, and, and that was something else that uh that uh that Tori did that was dope that I feel like Joyner just kind of did kind of lazily. Like mm-hmm. Tori was like, you know, I'm your father because your name is is Lucas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the Star Wars shit, like yeah. playing off of that, which is like, okay, that's kind of clever, right? And then Jordan Lucas is just like, No, I'm your father. I'm your father. Go to bed. I'm taking your toys away. Hey, dude, like... That was just a dumbass, like... And it was went on way too long. Like, it was just a... It was... It, it didn't hit. It wasn't hurting. It didn't yeah. hurt. Like, 
It just sounds seem like like when you'd be like, you know, you you're a boo-boo face. No, no you're, you're a boo-boo face. face. Yeah, exactly. Like that's just bad. That's what it it's like, like that sounds dumb. And there and there were some bars in there that were kind of Recycled. lazy. I mean, he he had a, a bar where he said, You're just a rebound Scotty Pippen. Actually, it would have been better if you would have said Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. Scotty Pippen was like the number two guy on the Bulls. Rodman was known for being the dude down the in the rebounds, hole getting yeah. the rebounds. But you it's know, cool. You yeah, know, you know, fine. you know. No one knows that <laughs> their basketball trivia like. Um, and then <laughs> he's like, you know, people compare you to um, people compare me to Pac. They compare you to Izzy or yeah. uh, Iggy. Iggy. They compare me to somebody else. They compare you to Dizzy. Yeah, I was like, is that a Dizzy Ooh. Wright? Was it Dizzy Wright or something? Who, who, who was Dizzy? Who's Dizzy? He had the other line where he's like, you're trying to be in my shadow and be a dancer. Is Jordan Lucas a dancer? Maybe these bars are over our head? Well, look, I'm, I'm just, just these are work. questions that are being yeah. raised. Yes, we're not. We're, we're I need going, answers. <laughs> I, I, I just don't, I don't know. Tressie, you ain't got the answers. <laughs> you ain't got the answers, Sway. Oh my God! Uh, uh, but yeah, it was just—it was just—it was just loose. It was just yeah. like it wasn't as tight as the Liddy freestyle. So I'm just no. you know, I it's uh, I'm giving round two uh, to, to to Tory, which means this this ended up in a tie. I mean, if we have to give it overall, I think it's going to Tory. It pains me to say that. Yeah, I don't want to say that. Me either. But the thing is, is that if we're if we're being honest, uh, objectivity. We have to. <laughs> we got to be honest because who surprised you the most? You were, and I think that's what sucks is that Joyner was like Tory came in the underdog and had the bars to back it up. Like Joyner was supposed to murder this man and he didn't. It was lazy. Now does Tory have a ghostwriter? That is yet to be determined. Bum bum bum. Toronto niggas just love oh, getting help. Oh my I'm telling God. you. It's a curse of the city, yo. <laughs> Man, nobody in Toronto writes their own bars. Is that how it works? I guess so. Well, if you want to be a, a great in this shit, better quit that shit. Time's up, bitch. Hey. Um, time's up. Me too. Um. <laughs> Him too. Shut that shit up. Uh, oh, excuse me. Um, all right, fuck it. Let's go to the our favorite part. Um, of the show. M- more drinking. Yes. Let's take a shot in this bitch. Let's take one. Let's take a shot in this bitch. Let's take one. You drive me crazy. Oh, oh. oh my god. <laughs> no more for you. Two weeks. Uh, so if you guys don't know, I'm just going to start blasting this shit. Uh, what are you blasting? You guys should come to our live podcast. Oh, sniggity, snap, 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 snibbity, snap, not, boop, not, did not, did not. Yes. Live podcast in the studio. We will have a live podcast in the A studio, meaning the nice one, the amazing one, the one that has all the, the glitz and glamour, the one with all the bells and whistles. Um... We are, we will be having a live studio podcast on December twelfth 
I'm sorry, 16th. 16th. Filmed, 16th. Filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> it'll be interactive. I'm no, I don't know about filmed, but yes, it will you, be. You can be on, well, it'll be recorded. Yes, it's recorded. You can, We're uh, going to try and get it filmed. We're still working on that. Um, so if you know any videographers. Yes. Or just a, a nigga with a, with a, with a camera. <laughs> you know a and about with a two, camera. In about two hours of free time <laughs> on December the 16th, holla. Exactly. <laughs> what do y'all niggas got a camera? Shit, you got, got an iPhone. iPhone. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right, but yeah, December twelve uh, 16th. I keep Damn saying 12. It. Because it is it's not 12, the 12. 16. And I keep writing, that's what I keep writing in my head. 12, December 16th. 16. 1-6 December 16th is At 12.30pm Wait, it's, it's the 12th Shut up, stop You're gonna confuse our listeners No, wait, it's December 12th At 16 o'clock, right? 1600 hours? Cedric, you're for real That's not working That doesn't help anything Wait, so it's December 16th It's 12-16, right? Yes 18 12 18 I'm, I'm cutting your mic off that's that's what it is. I just turned you all the way down. Why would you do that? Because you're doing too much. Why are you trying to describe? We're not getting anything from you right now. You said. Why are you turning me off, bro? So please come to the live podcast. We would love to have you there. My wife will be making an assortment of treats. Ooh. And, uh, Sorry, I had to fix his levels again, but um, because <laughs> I t- I literally turned him all the way down. Because so you, you don't. Why would you? Why would? But why would you continue to go on that? That like, we want people to be there. You don't think we're gonna post it up somewhere? Yeah, but I'm just saying. Link you don't in the think description. The people that listen to this would get confused <laughs> even more. So December sixteenth. If they keep 12, listening, December sixteenth, twelve thirty p.m. It should run for about an hour, hour and a half. It's interactive. We will have you guys um, give us your comments, any thoughts, anything like that. You can definitely chime in. Um, it'll be, again, a recap of the year. Come on through. We'd love to have you. Um, so now, let's get to what we have been listening to for uh, the most part. I want to say for the most part since uh, we've been doing all these interviews. Since it came out, this has been like in heavy rotation for me. Anderson Pack, Oxnard. Oxnard. That's the city he's from, right? Pretty yes. sure. Pretty sure it's from the city. I'm pretty sure as well. Um, so, yeah, Oxnard. Uh, I keep saying Oxnard and Oxnard, but Oxnard is the city he's from. Um, in Southern California. Mm-hmm. That was my Anderson Pack impersonation. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, okay. Lord. You're like, yeah, gotta you gotta get, get that rasp in, in there. Yes, Lord. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, from I got. I have to be honest. I listened to this album uh, first, and it was not a good. Like my first listen was not a good listen. I don't know what was Uh-oh. going on with me, but I I listened to it and I was like, what the fuck is this shit. And then I came back to it in a better mood. And I was like, yes, oh. all of this, all of this, all of this, all of this. I love this project from top to bottom. At first, I was a little bit weary of it, I think, because of all of the changes he did sonically. Like, it's a lot more funkier than the last project. Like, Malibu was 
amazing. I know he put out a album on title that I have no that, access to. That un- <clears throat> it's like unreleased. Un- unreleased. Released, yeah. yeah. It's more like a B-sides thing though. Okay. It's like a bunch of it's, it's a bunch of songs. It's pretty long. Okay. Well, I haven't listened to that. But um if we're judging by what is available most places. Right. Um Malibu was the last project and I, I bumped sure. Malibu. Like Hell there's yeah. a, there's very few albums that I can go to that I go to that I have to play all the way through and that's Redbone or not Redbone um <laughs> the Childish Gambino joint uh I said Redbone but um that whole album like if I play it I I have to start from top to finish uh and Malibu I think those are the top 2 that I have right now um there's maybe a couple others but those are the two that I can think of right now and so going into this one it was super, like, stylistically, it was just a lot more funky. It yeah. Was, it was, there was a lot more um, exploration musically for him. Um, and that I think that was, like, a lot more in the first half of the album, right? Um, what, did you th- what did you think about all that? I mean, I guess starting it at sonically, for me, this reminded me of kind of the shift that Kendrick made when he came out with To Pimp a Butterfly. It true, was like, true. whoa, 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 what the fuck is this? You know, first listen through, you're like, what the hell was that? Mm-hmm. And then you listen to it again, you're like, oh, shit, okay, I get it. The sound's a little different, but... I think, just to say, uh, for the temp... To, to Bimpa Butterfly never surprised me. Okay. I think it's just because I'm a jazz person at heart, though. Okay. And so when that came on, I was like, oh, yes. Right. You know? But, like, I think that's why you were just like, you got into this, because you love funky shit, too. Yeah. You love a funky music like type of thing, and so I think that's kind of like why you related that to the to Pimp a Butterfly. And 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 I guess when I say sonically, I'm not necessarily meaning like the style of the music, but mm-hmm. the way it's it sounds. Yeah, like with the instruments and the way the kicks hit, they're not super like boomy. They're a little bit more punchier than they are boomy. You know, mm-hmm. like you're not getting the 808 mm, mm, rattling and shit. Yeah, you're getting more of like the the punchy and like the more live sounding instruments mm-hmm. and stuff, which especially because he's a drummer, he's got to make sure his drums sound. And point. it sounds dope, like and and it's for me going with the sound like this was smart. Yeah, it's a more timeless sound. Yes. So it'll this album will age pretty damn well um, because it sounds that way because it doesn't have the boomy eight oh eight. So because mm-hmm. he didn't go with the trap style on this thing, he went with something that is gonna last the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Dre mixed this thing, you know, and and I don't I don't want people to think, oh my God, Dr. Dre did all the beats. Like he just he mixed it. He yeah. was in the studio. He was he was helping out. He wasn't like he just mixed the songs. He wasn't it. yeah, he 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 wasn't fucking producing everything. I mean I'm sure he's got some producer credits, but mm-hmm. when when I mean produce, it wasn't like he was he he wasn't writing the music. He was in the studio helping see things along. Right. Uh, but dude, it's it's dope. I mean, the way the the songs flow, and and I think you're right. There's definitely a better flow from the top half of the album. The songs kind of flow a, a lot better from the top half than they do in the bottom half. Well, I was just saying, like the top half of the album is different than the bottom half. Um, I it almost feels like the first third of it is funky, and then you go into what we loved from Malibu, right, in a different way. Um, 
And I think that's kind of what like threw me off a little bit. I appreciate his exploration. Some of them I didn't, I wasn't really feeling all the way for the most part. Or not mo- most part, but for the first times I, I heard them. But then they grow on you. Um, Man, I, I loved hearing Snoop on this thing. Yes, Snoop. I, I like, I have to say that was probably one of the features that kind of threw me off. Uh, when I saw him, like Snoop, like Snoop, I ain't heard Snoop on no shit in, in hella days. Right. But he sounded like old Snoop. He sounded great. Like he sounded like Snoop Dogg. He sounded great, for sure. And it was a, some funky ass shit. It mm-hmm. was, you know, it was like an old, it, an interpolation of an older song, but like, you feel it, bro. Like it was, it was, it was, uh, I, I loved hearing Snoop on this shit. I'm sorry. It was like just from some West Coast shit. Like you you had fucking Snoop on your album, dude. And he sounded like old Snoop, not trying to do nothing new or nothing. Right. Loved it. Same. I loved, I loved that song. I loved um having I loved having push a T on something like yeah, this. Yeah, right. A lot yeah. of people didn't You're right. like you like wouldn't it. think that he would be a good fit for something like this, but it worked. It really worked. Now, a feature I wasn't a big fan of, and this is hard for me to very, hard, very, very hard for me to say. Very hard for me to say. That's why it was hard for me to get that out. Um, on Cheers, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. Q-Tip. That feature was kind of whack for me. I just don't, I don't, I mean, I understand why he was there. Maybe he was, he was probably, I don't, I don't, uh, know, I don't know if why. Q-Tip's uh, relationship with Mac Miller was that strong, but I understand that, you know, this could be like, you know, Q-Tip talking about Five. But as as a Tribe Called Quest fan, I have to say this is not one of my favorites. I guess for me... It, I it, had to qualify that. But, you know it I mean? wasn't bad, but him being on the song didn't add, add anything to add the song anything. for me. Like, if he wasn't on it, it would still be a good song. It just seemed, yeah, it seemed like it was kind of like, oh, Anderson, you did this for me on, on our shit. Let me do this for you on your shit. Right. And I think it was just like, it could be just like, yo, I had Q-Tip on my album. That kind of thing. And like, I'm not super mad at that either, but uh, I I would prefer that something like that would add to the song instead of, it, I don't even think it took away from it. It just didn't add. It just didn't, it just didn't add what it could have added. Yeah. I, I also could have done without Dr. Dre. Yes, same. I don't... I mean, it's. I don't want to hear Dr. Dre rap anymore. It's like, fine, dude. Like, I I get it, bro. You just you just don't have to be on it. Just just, that's a, I think just that's do your a, thing, bro. I think that's. Like, a, I think that's another. I had Dr. Dre rap on one of my shits. Yeah, that's another like milestone I mean, thing. And and I get. He was already on Compton. Like, it's fine, you know. He was on somebody else's shit. Yeah, not on his shit. So I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. this is, it's the trade off thing. I think that's happening. Yeah. There. Um, I could have done without that. Yeah, uh, he didn't add to the song. I think he actually kind of took away for that song for me because when I hear Dr. Dre rap, I'm just... I, now. I yeah, when I hear him now, like post-2001, post, post 2001, what is that? But it, Explosive? Like all but, that. It's, so it's, but it's different because where Snoop came on and you got the old Snoop and he was just so swaggy on it, you don't get that from, from Dre. It's because Dre sounds like whoever's song it is because whoever wrote it for him. That's what he does, yeah. And, in the, in Snoop sounds like Snoop. That's why we have problems with with Tory. That's why we have problems with Logic. You know what I mean? Like, those are the problems that we have. We want to hear originality, and that's not to me. That's not originality coming from somebody that wrote your shit. Yeah. At least make it sound like someone didn't write your shit. Make it a little bit more um, disguise it for me. 
because to my my ear, like I hear that and I, I just get whatever. Yeah, it just it was just kind of like, whatever. Do some Diddy shit when Diddy be on the beat, like he just he throw some <laughs> set swag to it. And he got it. You can you know? see Diddy dancing in the booth. Right. That's, the- <laughs> that's it. Like, that's all you need. So I guess that's that's kind of what my... Those are those I think those were my two critiques of this. Other than that, this shit was fire. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I mean Kendrick on, on Tense. Tense. We already know Tense, but like, he added to that song. He added to that song. And I have a theory that that song was written a long time ago and that it was written when... Kendrick Lamar was pulled over in his Bentley truck, I believe, or his Mercedes-Benz truck, and everyone, like TMZ and everything, got it on 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 tape. And got they, it. Yeah, hey. you know what I mean? Yeah. Look at me having my stuff. Got that, it. Look some at that you. knowledge in there, Do man. Some of that fucking shit. Recall. Um <laughs> total recall. I don't know why I said that. Let's uh, give me a nope. Yeah, uh, again, trusting y'all know that Tressie hits the wrong buttons all the time. All right, but um, I also but, love the, the the fucking skit before that. It's like, oh, he's getting head in his car and he gets into a car accident. That song was a little uncomfortable for it's me. It's so funny. <laughs> it is funny. It's fu- it shows his personality. Yeah, that's a that's a hella Dre thing to just have these fucking dumbass sketches in your fucking album, middle of your true. album. I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into tense. You're like, okay. Yeah. I get it. It's funny. That song was fine. But I just, I, I could have done without hearing the head going on in the background. Like, I don't know. I Maybe it's because I'm traumatized because I actually saw somebody giving Roadhead when I was a kid. Like. Oh, wow. I was driving. We were all in the, in the van. In Story my time. Van, and I look out the window and there's this guy in a blue truck. And I see a head just keep coming up and down. And I'm just like, what's that, Dorissa? And I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> and like, uh, that was, you know. How old were you? I don't even fucking remember. I knew, I knew, I, I was old enough to know that something was going on. Something that shouldn't have been going yeah, on was going, going on. <laughs> but, uh, but so yeah. Maybe like, I mean, I don't know. It's okay. I'm not, I'm not a hater of Roadhead. Like, do your thing. It caused a fucking accident. It was terrible. True. All right. Don't do your thing. But <laughs> I'm But just also saying. don't stop. <laughs> that's what that's that's the moral of the story. The story on this is. One. If, if but, finish a job. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Uh, uh, what I was gonna say is that um just if the next time we can keep the noises out of it, that'd be great. Um now my favorite song that I think we've already talked about. This shit gon' bang for at least three summers. Six summers. Yeah, it's, it's hot. Six summers. This shit ain't gonna change for, for at least, least three, three summers. summers. Yes. Trump's got a love child. And I hope Yo, that bitch is buck wild. <laughs> the way that shit comes in. Yeah. And it's like some, like you were saying, funk. Yeah, With that heavy, hard-hitting funk. Reminds you of a fucking, like, uh, uh, um... Uh, fucking, uh, what am I thinking of right now? What's what's that? Parliament, th- uh, like a montage and a sex exploit and a, a black exploitation movie or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's what the beginning kind of reminds me of. Like just, yeah, the way it's fucking going in. Like you see the dude coming out. Just yeah, opens like no. The way I think. Well, you ass sucker. He kicks the door open and then he says that. Boom! This Trump's got a love child. Like that shit's dope. It's dope, and and then the transition. 
And then when that, that motherfucker beat. just gets smooth as a motherfucker, so like you said, dope. and then it goes back into that Malibu style, like you were saying, mm-hmm. right? But it's like this shit gon' bang for the second half of that fucking song. As much as I like the first half, the second half of that motherfucker Whoa. is cold as fuck. Love it. I almost got beer everywhere. Um, yeah, the second half of that, of that song is fire. And I, I just love, I love how aggressive it is, it is in the beginning, and it smooths out in the end. It smooths it's just, it's out. just a great balance for a song. Um, I didn't, and to be honest, I thought I was gonna hate that song because the way he came in, I was like, oh, this is just like whatever. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, huh? This, this sounds good. <laughs> and it, it, and that's another thing. You have to replay songs. Like you're gonna get it. You can't judge everything off of the first sound, the first song, the first instinct. Like, first impressions are great, but sometimes you can't understand everything on first impression. No, you never can. So, and 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 for me, that's a sign of a good artist. Like, yep. if you if you hear a song the first time and you get everything inside the song, what's the point of going back? You're done. Right. It's a wrap. Where's your replay value? There's nothing. There's and nothing that's what there. this this whole album has. It has a ton of replay value. Um, if you look at, I mean, going back to that Pusha T song, that Pusha T song was amazing. Um, what else was there? Uh, I mean, all, all the features except the features. for the ones that we highlighted that were just kind of didn't add anything. I thought were done pretty well, right? Uh, I mean, BJ the Chicago Kid. Uh, yeah, that one was that was that one was good. I think he he added to that one for sure. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, BJ has that thing though. He just has that. One thing about those two guys, they both have voices that you that are very recognizable and very soulful. Um, a lot of the people we talked about today have very distinct voices. Um, yes, common theme there. Common theme, yeah. They they all have very distinct voices, mm-hmm. um, and that's one thing I love about Anderson Pack is that like raspiness in his voice, like when he's belting out a, a, a note and you. Trump's got a love child. Like you, mm-hmm. you hear that shit in his voice. It's not a clean, crisp voice. Like my mom loves Luther Vandross. Yes. Okay. Clean, Luther crisp. has an amazing voice, but it's clean. It's crisp. It's smooth. It's smooth. There's, you know, when he help, when he belting a out a it. note, you 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 hear it because he's hitting it. Yes. But you don't get that grit. You don't get that grime. You don't get that smudge. Mm-hmm. Like. Which is why his voice works so well with the funkiness of this album. Yeah. And the funkiness of that song. Um, yep. And the live s- instrumentation. Like, mm-hmm. that's a key thing, too. You, you need to get that kind of gritty instrumentation behind his voice to really uh, make it stand out even more. Uh, that's why he's torn with the band. Like, that's, 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 that's why that's his lane, because that's mm-hmm. where his voice fits so well. You right. know, if you put him on a, you put Anderson Pack on a ballad, it ain't gonna sound good. He also doesn't have the energy for a ballad. If you ever look at any of his interviews or anything like that, or like all the stuff that he he always is up, he's always like in this, like thank, and it, it almost is like I'm thankful to be here. I'm, I am. This is I live this life. Like like this is this life was meant for me, kind of thing. I mean, if you ever, you know, look up his story, yeah, he had some very humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. This man was was living out of a car for a while, homeless. Going, his mom went to jail. I mean, yeah, 
it was rough, yo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he didn't make it quick and fast. Yeah. He was touring, going from house he's to house. Like, yeah, he's yeah. married. He's our age. He's kind of like you, married to an Asian. He's half Asian himself. Mm-hmm. So he's not black? Is he, is he black? Is he black enough to say nigga? He does. I'm just saying, is he black enough? Because I ain't complained about it. <laughs> you complain about me. It's the way you say that shit, nigga. It's the way I say it? Sometimes. It makes me wonder. This man has known me my whole life. It makes me wonder what half is saying it. I hate you. Like, I hate <laughs> you so much. Nah, bro, come on. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Hate I you. thought your white sister was black until I was 12. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Save that shit. Save that shit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What's interesting is we're not talking about the J. Cole feature. It was okay. It it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible, but it's like it wasn't six summers. It it was. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't like. Wasn't tense. When you have a six summers on this on this album, um, and even tense. I think tense is in the shadow of six summers. That song is amazing. Oh no, for sure. You know what I mean? So like that's what I'm saying. Like when you have a six summers on this thing. A trippy and a tense can get lost in the trans in the in the in the I feel like for in the shuffle. I feel like what made tense stand out more for me was that even after hearing it so much, hearing it in the album, I still liked it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's even though I'd it's already had been re, even though I've already been like re, replaying it. <laughs> yeah. I uh I didn't when I heard it on the album be like, oh, skip. Like mm-hmm. I still play it. So that's that's usually a good look. Right. It's a good look for me. I think it I I I think it has to do with the beat of tense as well. Like that groove is super steady. It's super um pleasant to hear. I've been feeling kind of cooped up, cooped up. Na, 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 na. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's kind of like um the mm-hmm. Mac Miller mm-hmm. dang song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, both of those songs, if I if I, I those play, I can listen to them all the way through. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, speaking of Mac Miller, I think we got to go back to Cheers. Um, that was a very interesting and very. Um, I I love the way he he spoke about him on that one. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's interesting because it that shit just happened. Right. So you know that this song had to have been recorded fairly recently. Right. And so you know that a lot of that song was written on emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, for me, when it comes to an artist, I, I like seeing the human side. I like actually seeing uh, you being influenced by something real and being able to see that process, you know. And uh, so Cheers is one of those songs where I didn't, you know, and it's, this keeps happening, I guess. You realize just how many people Mac Miller like touched. Touch. He was he, you know, like I didn't realize it was a, to the point where he was gonna put a whole song to him and actually feel that heavy about it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a very interesting. I don't know, it, it it's just it's very and it was a good song. Yeah. Like, a, a lot of those tribute songs aren't replayable because of how heavy right. they can be. 
Right. And that's why I kind of wanted to bring up like this was a good song and it was a good it was a good song about a good person about and about losing a good person. Despite Q-Tip. Yeah. <laughs> Despite. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um but yeah, that, I just had to bring that back up just because of of how just just how how crazy good how how well he wrote that song. Right. You know? At least I hope he wrote it. <laughs> I ain't gonna put that out there. <laughs> nah, bro. This this man's a writer. For sure. This man's a writer. He's a performer. He's a fucking drummer. He's a rapper. He's a musician singer. at heart. Like, it's what he does. Mm-hmm. And runs through his fucking bones. And it, it shows on this project, you know? And I didn't know what to expect with this thing because mm-hmm. there was a lot of hype. Because he was seen in the studio with Dre and because of some of the features that you saw listed and because we know how talented he is, it's like the pressure's on, bro. Mm-hmm. The pressure's definitely on. You got to do your thing. Um, but it's... Do you think he delivered on the hype? That's my question to you. Oh, because he was hyping it up. He was hyped. Hmm. Yes. What about you? Yeah. I think it delivered. Yeah. I don't think it over-delivered. Like, no. like, like, I don't think I was, like, blown away to the point where, like, holy shit, Anderson Pack, what? Yeah, I think was... that's why I was kind of disappointed at, 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 on my first listen. Okay. Because... It didn't blow you away. Right. And I think that's probably, like, why I was in that mood. I was like, fuck. Because this is definitely no Malibu. No. It's not it's, a Malibu. It's different. Uh, but it but it didn't have the impact on me like Malibu had an impact on the me. The instant impact. Exactly. We'll see. Yes. That's we'll true. see how it That's ages. True. That's true. I, I saw a headline. Uh, some music critic who shall not be spoken said some shit like, um, 2018 was the year of the forgettable album. Hmm. That's so, an interesting title. That, that makes... It is. Oh, uh, I, I, I don't know. We'll, we can get into that yeah, on the on the live podcast. The live podcast. That's December twelfth, sixteenth. Sixteenth. Now I got you saying it. December sixteenth at December twelve thirty p.m. here at, at VSOP Studios at VSOP. No, they hate that. Don't say that shit. All right. Well, I guess this is a good time to end it. Um, we really appreciate you guys. I know I, I said that they were gonna be. Two episodes, but since we were unable to get scheduling correct, um, we this is the last episode of the season before. This the, is all you get, bro. This is the last one. Take before, it or leave it. Before we do our live podcast, um, we really appreciate you guys rocking with us. We got some good things in store for next year. Um, continue to listen. Continue to give us feedback. Continue to let us know what you would like to see, what you would like to hear. Do you want more interviews? Do you want less interviews? Do you want more original content? Do you want less original content? Do you want more banter? Do you want more tangents? Let us know what you need. Tiger tangent. Screw <laughs> it. Uh, so, yeah, just let us know what you need. And my computer died, so... Oh, there's no more sounds. No more sounds. But I will choose a song. And you know, put it in later? We're going, on, we're going out on six summers. Do it. It's done. Uh, um, uh, okay. Uh, uh, let's l- yeah. let's allow yeah. Um, so uh, something else. Yes. Uh, if you're an artist and you want to come on, hit, hit hit the website. Yes, the website is a great um, 
way to, to get in touch with us? Submit something? Say hey. DM us. Yeah. On IG. Yep. Where can they find us again? At Through the Crate on all social media. Everything, right? Yep, everything. Google Through the Crate and you will find our You'll website. You'll find us. We are SEO official. Um, <laughs> Look it up if you don't. Google it if you don't know. Google. Use the Googles. Use the Googles. Use them motherfucking Google. Hey, shout out to that motherfucker that tried to get hella hard with you early up in the morning. Oh, on uh, IG. Oh, on IG, yeah. He was, was talking just, hella shit. I'm like, dude, just... just Calm down. Calm down, bro. Calm <laughs> like, the fuck down. It's not that uh, serious. It's, it's the internet, bro. Right. Why are you trying to, you're probably 12 years old. I know. No, he wasn't. He was a grown-ass man working at Home Depot. Oh, you look at Damn, you are fucking... <laughs> yo, be careful Nigga. fucking with Tressie. Shit, she is saying. a fraud analyst. Old-ass man. She will find He's your old ass. old-ass man talking about shut your mouth, little boy. Fuck out of here. Nigga, like, what? You better go take your ass back to Home Depot and give me some fucking light shades or some shit. Hey, I need some. I need, I need to replace some bulbs with, with, with some LEDs, yo. And I need a new fucking washer and dryer. You think you can help me out with that, motherfucker? Ooh, oh, this might be a good time to do it. I know. Like That's seriously, Monday. yeah, do that shit. <laughs> we, you, you know what? And we gonna continue this conversation off mic. We should have ended this shit like three minutes ago. And we out this motherfucks. <laughs> Deuces. It's hard to stomach cold murder. It's easier to get the nine millimeter. He was 19 with the burner. They had to off him. Reform, reform, shit that came sooner. This shit gon' bang at least six summers, 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 This shit gon' bang for at least six summers, but ain't shit gon' change for at least three summers. They tryna kill a nigga fade, we need a little truth, brother. Pop, pop, pop goes the shooter. Reform, reform, should have came sooner. Come on, this shit gon' bang at least six summers. Pop the top, that bitch hot than the mother.